0: My name is Alan and I'll be your presenter today, presenting a short, brief summary of historical events that took place on this day in history. Today's day in history will be the 8th of January. This podcast is being uploaded on January the 7th, 2018. Our least story today is... On the 8th of January, 1642, Galileo Galilei died at the age of 77. Galileo was a natural philosopher, astronomer and mathematician who made fundamental contributions to the science of motion, astronomy and strength of materials, and to the development of the scientific method. On the 15th of February, 1564, Galileo Galilei was born in the city of Pisa, in the Tuscany region of central Italy. He was the oldest of six children born to a musician, Vincenzo Galilei. In the 1570s, when Galileo was eight years old, the Galilei family moved to Florence, where he attended a monastery school in Vallombrosa near Florence. In 1581 he enrolled at the University of Pisa, where he originally intended studying medicine. However, he became enamoured with the mathematics and decided against the process of his father to make mathematical subjects and philosophy his profession. Galileo then began to prepare himself to teach the philosophy and mathematics of Aristotle. In 1585, Galileo left the university without having obtained a degree, and for several years he gave private lessons in the mathematical subjects. During this period, he designed a new form of hydrostatic balance for weighing small quantities, and a small treatise, La bilancetta, the little balance, that circulated in manuscript form. He also began his studies on motion, which he pursued steadily for the next two decades. In 1588 Galileo applied for the Chair of Mathematics at the University of Bologna, but was unsuccessful. His reputation was, however, increasing, and later that year he was asked to deliver two lectures to the Florentine Academy, a prestigious literary group on the arrangement of the world in Dante's Inferno. He also found some ingenious theorems on centre of gravity, circulated in manuscript, that brought him recognition amongst mathematicians and the patronage of Guido Baldo del Monte, 1545-1607, a nobleman and author of several important works on mechanics. As a result, he obtained the chair of mathematics at the University of Pisa in 1589. There, according to his first biographer, Vincenzo Vivalve 1622 to 1703, Galileo demonstrated by dropping bodies of different weights from the top of the famous leaning tower that the speed of fall of a heavy object is not proportional to its weight as Aristotle had claimed. The manuscript Tract de Motu on motion finished during this period shows that Galileo was abandoning Aristotle's notions about motion and was instead taking an Archimedean approach to the problem. However, his attacks on Aristotle made him unpopular with his colleagues and in 1592 his contract was not renewed. His patrons, however, secured him the chair of mathematics at the university of padua where he taught from 1592 to 1610 also at this time he also sold a proportional compass or sector of his own devising made by an artisan whom he employed in this house Although Galileo's salary was considerably higher there, his responsibilities as the head of the family his father had died in 1591 meant that he was chronically pressed for money. His university salary could not cover all his expenses and he, therefore, took in well-to-do boarding students that he privately tutored in certain subjects such as fortification. It is possible that because of these financial problems he did not marry, but he did have an arrangement with a Venetian woman Marina Gamba who bore him two daughters and a son. Galileo continued his research on motion and by 1609 he had determined that the distance fallen by a body is proportional to the square of the elapsed time the law of falling bodies and that the trajectory of a projectile is a parabola both conclusions that contradicted aristotelian physics his insistence that the book of nature was written in the language of mathematics changed natural philosophy from a verbal quantitative account to a mathematical one in which an experimentation became a recognised method for discovering the facts of nature. At this point, however, Galileo's career took a dramatic turn. In the spring of 1609 he heard that in the Netherlands an instrument had been invented that showed distant things as though they were nearby. By trial and error he quickly figured out the secret of the invention and made his own three-powered spyglass from lenses for sale in a spectacle maker's shop. Others had done the same. What set Galileo apart was that he quickly figured out how to improve the instrument, taught himself the art of lens grinding and produced increasingly powerful telescopes. In August of that year he presented an eight-powered instrument to the Venetian Senate. For this he was rewarded with life tenure and a doubling of his salary. By the autumn of 1609 Galileo pointed his telescopes towards the heavens. At this time he had telescopes that magnified up to 20 times. During his studies, Galileo discovered the puzzling appearance of Saturn, later to be shown as caused by rings surrounding it. He also discovered that Venus goes through phases just as the moon does. Although these discoveries did not prove that Earth is a planet orbiting the sun, they undermined Aristotelian cosmology. The absolute difference between the corrupt earthly region and the perfect and unchanging heavens was proved wrong by his discovery of mountains on the surface of the moon. The moons of Jupiter showed that there had to be more than one centre of motion in the universe and the phases of Venus showed that it and by implication Mercury revolves around the sun. As a result Galileo confirmed in his belief which he had probably held for ages that the sun is the centre of the universe and the earth is a planet. As Copernicus had argued, Galileo's conversion to Copernicanism would be a key turning point in the scientific resolution. By 1615, Galileo's writing on heliocentrism had been submitted to the Roman Inquisition and it was claimed that Galileo and his followers were attempting to reinterpret the Bible which to some looked dangerously like Protestantism. In February 1616, an Inquisition commission declared Heliocentricism to be foolish and absurd in philosophy and formally heretical, since it explicitly contradicts in many places the sense of the Holy Scripture. Following this, on Pope Paul V's instruction, Galileo was ordered to abandon completely the opinion that the sun stands still at the centre of the universe and the earth moves, and henceforth not to hold, teach or defend it in any way, whatever, either orally or in writing. Later in life, Galileo was again called to Rome to defend his writings, and in February 1633, he was brought before an inquisitor and charged. Throughout his trial, Galileo steadfastly maintained that since 1616 he had faithfully kept his promise not to hold any of the condemned opinions and initially he denied even defending them however he was eventually persuaded under the threat of torture to admit that contrary to his true intention a reader of his dialogue could well have obtained the impression that it was intended to be a defense of copernicanism this resulted in galileo being found suspect of heresy he was sentenced to formal imprisonment at the pleasure of the inquisition on the following day this was commuted to house arrest which he remained under for the rest of his life on the 8th of january 1642 aged 77 after suffering fever and heart palpitations galileo galilei died. Also on this day, 8th of January, in brief. In Scottish history, in 1746, Bonnie Prince Charlie's troops occupy Stirling. In European history, 871, Battle of Ashdown, Ethelred of Wessex and his brother Alfred the Great beat invading Danish armies. In USA history, in 1835, the United States national debt is zero for the first and only time. Also in USA history, in 1806, Lewis and Clark find a skeleton of a 105-foot blue whale in Oregon. In world history, in 1912, chiefs, representatives of people and church organizations and other prominent individuals got together to form the African National Congress, the ANC, and declared its aim to bring all Africans together as one people to defend their rights and freedoms. And that concludes this episode of This Day in History. Thank you for listening. All references can be found in the broadcast notes.